This ain't no game, Flash. Joe Hellenbeck, a private detective who's run out of luck. If you touch me again, I'll kill you. Jimmy Dix is an ex-quarterback who was thrown out of football. Another tragic tale of wasted youth. They were trying to clean up their act when they got dragged into the dirty world of sports corruption. So you're going to bribe some senators to legalize again? Legalize sports gambling. Just once, I would like to hear you scream. Play some rap music. If they don't kill each other first. That was a bomb? That had a hell of a factory recall. Bruce Willis. Damon Wayans. The last Boy Scout. Danger's my middle name. Mine's Cornelius. Don't tell anybody I kill you. As you may notice, uh, this isn't Matt. Does he ever say his last name? No. no we'll just bleep it out. All right. Uh, we don't really know where he is. We haven't seen him for a while. And so I thought we would just do an actual introduction instead of just mocking uh, his weird introductions that he gives. Is that good? Is that good with you, Kent? That's good. So what is this? What are, what are we doing right now? Oh, what's going on, everybody? Give <laughs> up. <laughs> We're here for recording on a Thursday. Coming at you. On a Monday. <laughs> we got Mark. We got Kent. We got John. It's the four of us again. <laughs> it's a Manly Movie Monday. It's Manly Movie Monday. We watched the 1991 MTV Award nominated The Last Boy Scout. It is a buddy action comedy film directed by Tony Scott. Starring Bruce Willis and Damon Wayans Sr. It was written by Shane Black. Over oh. to you, Jason. <laughs> John, as always, our first segment of the night. Would you describe The Last Boy Scout in one sentence or less? Um, so there's this private detective that uh, has to... <laughs> what was he even doing with that stripper? Like it, it was like six hundred dollars to five hundred dollars to protect her. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah, yeah. Okay, so he's sent on an on a task. This that, is Bruce Willis, right? Right. Uh, ben Holling, what's his name? Joe. Uh, Joe. Joe Holland. Helen Beck. Yeah. Anyways, so he sent. <laughs> this is terrible. Uh, to go protect this uh, stripper for the night and. Uh, Turns out she was into some pretty uh, thick stuff with some dangerous people. And uh, hits were made, uh, she was killed, and the cop spends the rest of the time... Uh, oh, man. <laughs> there's bombs, there's money, there's bribes. Who's the stripper? Halle Berry. Who's uh, the stripper's she, boyfriend? Uh, Damon, Damon Waynes, senior. So her boyfriend... Works with uh, Joe Hellenbeck, Bruce Willis, and they. Oh, there's so many layers. It's pretty pretty hard to get get to. A lot of people were killed, and <laughs> mistakes were made. <laughs> mistakes were made, and uh, 
In the end, our uh, hero, Joe Hellenbeck, uh, aided by his daughter and... What's uh, the other guy's name? Jimmy. Jimmy Dix, former quarterback. They saved the day. <laughs> wow. <laughs> It's like this, you know this movie had too many too many layers. A lot, a lot to unpack there, John. <laughs> For me too. That was uh, that was ripped right from the Amazon <laughs> description. Wow. When when we were looking at which movie to watch tonight, we had the description up there of the movie on Amazon and in one sentence. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. John was just intently looking at it, even though we kept telling him to, to look away and not memorize it. So I was purposely trying to avoid that. Nowhere near the same. So. No, very different. I, I I can't summarize, you know. But no, you John, you do a great job. <laughs> hey, it didn't take two hours, right? That's true. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Let's talk about just like general takeaways from the movie. Did we like this movie? Yes, for me. I I liked it. So I this it's kind of different and a different feel than most of the movies we watch. Where yeah. it was actually kind of good like the writing was actually kind of good i mean it wasn't yeah. like an overall good movie in that it was like not believable and things like that but i had a good time watching it yeah it wasn't like the top tier ones we've watched in the past where it's like these are definite good movies like the thing or die hard right but i it was so much better than i thought it was going yeah, to be me too i was surprised I was against it. I voted against it, by the yeah, way. Yeah, you did. I was very angry that we actually picked it. <laughs> oh. But by the end wow. of it, I was Were you actually totally, angry? I was a little like, oh, this is going to suck. Right, <laughs> let's strap in for this one. But it was pretty good. No, it changed my mind. Like, like, like actually a coherent plot. Like, so my, I think my favorite part of it was that there was actually a payoff if you paid attention to it. Like, they referenced back to the beginning at the end, and there's inside jokes. And yeah. There's, there's payoff for watching it. And... Endless one-liners. Pretty good oh, one-liners. So many one-liners. So it was, it was written by Shane Black, who wrote uh, the t- first two Lethal Weapons. He's a really famous screenwriter. He wrote Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, Iron Man Three, The Nice Guys. He's a really he's really good, especially kind of as like the father of buddy cop, like that genre. So this is like definitely his wheelhouse, and was Nailed actually it. a pretty decent movie to watch. And the trailer sucks. The trailer, in my opinion, was actually terrible. the trailer is what won me over because when it was first <laughs> when it was first pitched to me, it just sounded like oh, it's about football and Bruce Willis is in it, and I was like, I don't want to watch this at all. But the trailer the trailer starts off with uh, a, a football player on the field like running to get a I don't know I don't know sports <laughs> terms, a, a touchdown. And pulling out a gun and shooting multiple players. <laughs> and from then I was like, oh, you know what? <laughs> I think I think this is a pick for tonight. I forgot about that. It was yeah, nothing and, like the trailer. And yeah. there was not a whole lot of football. And we kind of were thinking this would be great for the Super Bowl uh, yeah. theme coming right up. but uh, and, and the gambling. And uh, so I thought there'd be more gambling. There was not a whole lot of gambling or a whole lot of football. I'm okay with that. that was the premise. Because I, I don't know much about sports at all. Right, but it was a buddy cop. Yes. So I don't really understand. Time. I didn't really understand the point of the first scene, though. I mean, other than to grab your attention. Which was the first scene again? Where, so you had the, the the football player that's running down the field. He well, he gets the call saying, "You better win this game. There's a lot of money riding on you." So yeah. He, he picks up the gun and puts it in his his waist belt, and then he gets the ball and is running down the field, and he shoots 
multiple people, like, some in the face. Yeah, like, kills them. Yeah. He makes, like, a... They made a threat in that phone call. Like, if you don't do this, you know what's gonna happen. Sure. You okay. Your family. So, he shoots at least three, three people on the opposing team, <laughs> scores a touchdown, and then kills himself. Yeah. There's... They were trying to fix the results, even though they were the ones who... I don't know. Maybe like, that's what, what I... it was, because their, their ultimate plot is about sports gambling. Yeah. So they were trying to rig the game. Well, would, would that game count? <laughs> How would they do that? I don't know sports. Not, not, I don't know sports. I don't I think feel, that I football like they, would be played uh, for the next yeah. like two months until the investigation was thoroughly there, gone. There would be at least sure. one flag thrown for that. Yeah, uh, it would not one stand. Penalty. The bad guy's plot, he was like the commissioner of the football league or owner of one of the teams. Yeah. And he had seen that like attendance and profits from football were going down and people weren't paying attention to it anymore and so he wanted to legalize gambling so that gambling so that more people would pay attention to the sport so he was just a fan of football that he thought gambling would help football are you talking about the fat guy that blew up at the end yes i think he just cared about the money no he said during the he said during the movie when they first go to his house he just loves the game bruce willis is caught and they go to his house and he gets out of the pool and he puts on his robe and uh he said football prof- nobody's watching football anymore can't you don't understand so we some want people to- just love the sport well no okay. it's like it's his company right he's like the commissioner owner of the league sure he's okay. like hey nobody's well, watching I'm losing all this money okay so maybe that's it maybe well, it's because he's gambling it yeah. Yeah. yeah he's saying that nobody's watching football anymore so he wants to legalize gambling so that people watch football anymore. and spend more money you guys mentioned earlier that they didn't they specifically didn't say the NFL they just called the National League yeah yeah is that a thing yeah. Did you notice that throughout the movie? Was the NFL ever referenced no. in the movie? And no, no real team. football teams were ever Except shown. For BYU. Well, that's not the, NFL, not the NFL. It's yeah, it was really weird. So is that a thing? Like, can the NFL not be... The Coliseum is USC. It, it is, USC yeah. was there, too. Can yeah. the NFL not be explicitly referenced in a movie like that? I don't see that? why it wouldn't be able to be. Yeah, that'd be like any it's other product, wouldn't it? Or any other, yeah, would... any other trademarked thing. I don't think they could without like their consent. Well, you, but you can do it literally in a, any other product. Like how? You don't know what, what are you talking about? Like Coca Cola? No, you'd have to pay to have Coca Cola in there. Otherwise no, usually Coca Cola pay, pay you to have them. Exactly. So the NFL probably would be like, eh, it's probably not good. People shooting each other on the football field. We don't want to endorse that. <laughs> you know, I just didn't. Okay. Commissioner being a really bad guy, want to legalize gambling. Um, maybe if they could see today, you know, how they can't get the seats filled because everybody's got HD TVs, you know. Rather be at home. Yeah. I think about it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> what has happened yeah. to the sport that we love? Yeah, <laughs> you know, can't get folks to the game anymore. Would you guys say you were sports fans? Uh, yeah, I am. I am too. Not you, like an overall. You were all involved in certain conversations throughout the movie that were, even on a very basic level, completely <laughs> over my head. Such as? Even when you were saying, these are all fake teams. And I said, oh? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so the, the teams in the movie are the L.A. Stallions, yeah. and there's like Cleveland Cats or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah those are not real. Definitely teams. not real. Did oh, they, we did we did talk about how Cleveland, the real Cleveland football team, is like the worst football team in history of football. Like, it's up there for years and years. Okay. Do, do you know the? You've, have you seen the, the Good Place? No, I haven't. Oh man, I've seen it. So, Jaguars, I, can I spoil sorry. a little bit for you? I I wish you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say something, Kate. So part of the premise is that you get points for doing good things okay. in your life. 
and they assign a point value for being a lifelong Cleveland Browns fan, and it's like an astronomically large number. <laughs> oh, okay. Because of how bad the Cleveland Browns are, and being a lifelong fan would mean that you were actually loyal and a good person in this movie, I guess, or in the show, I guess. See, that actually might help me. Yeah. When I watch that show, I will get that joke go. now. Yeah. So, we're, we're all in agreement, though. We l enjoyed the movie. Oh, yeah. No, I, I actually really liked it. Probably I'll watch it again. Probably more than we all... I don't know if I'd go that far. No, I'll watch it again. I I've actually watched... This is my second time halfway... <laughs> first and a half time watching it. That's true. At one point, after something... After they go to Bruce Willis's home, and we meet his daughter for the first time, who's weird... <laughs> and she was watching TV with a puppet and speaking through the puppet to show her anger yeah. that Bruce Willis being late. Like, That's about when Kent said, oh, I've seen this before. <laughs> How could you forget? That's How could true. you that crazy girl? Yeah. I think it was actually when he picked up the ice cream and threw it out the window. That was the moment that triggered it for you. No, I, I realized the puppet part. Okay. But I didn't say okay. anything until he threw the ice cream out the window. Oh. All right. Bruce Willis is, in my opinion, the best guy's guy there is in in movies. Well, it's just like he gets hit just in the opinion. face multiple times and oh, he yeah. doesn't even flinch in this movie. He just stares at the person he's hit hitting. Hit me again, I'll kill you, you know? Did it once. Did it twice. Oh, eventually, yeah. yeah and this is peak Bruce Willis. This is like, right. he's at the height of his power as like a celebrity, but also yeah. just like, That's, this is peak I mean, Bruce Willis. Die Hard. What else three or again? four years this after is, Die Hard? This was three years after Die Hard. Was Die Hard his peak? No, that was like introduction into action. I don't films. even know what else he was in. Like, he kind of disappeared he was in there some, for a while. He was, in, he was, he was in, in some comedies going into Romantic Die Hard. comedy shows, and then Die Hard was his big well, I know he was like in Friends here. and stuff, and that was during, was it that during no, the height of his? No. Was that was after? I would say, yeah. I mean, he's been writing it for a while, but like, his... He will forever be known as like Die Hard, right? Like that's right. That's yeah, he's got to be Pulp Fiction. But this is like oh, I would Fifth Pulp Fiction. Element. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I guess he did like six Die Hard movies, right? Yeah. So, Five. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You guys want some half-assed internet research? Yeah, sure do. Okay. So uh, a lot of really famous people were involved in the making of this movie, which surprised me when we were watching the credits. We've got Tony Stop Tony Scott directing it. He directed Top Gun, True Romance, Crimson Tide. He's the younger brother of Ridley Scott. Oh, everyone knows him. Oh, yeah. Alien, well, I, I Gladiator, yeah. The Martian. Right. Several things. It was written by Shane Black, who I already said, um, you know, wrote all the, the first two lethal weapons, uh, buddy cop genre. I did uncredited contributions to the first Predator. He actually directed and wrote the latest Predator that people... That's a bad movie. I know. His 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 own things that he does is kind of like it. hit and miss, but the hits are really high, I would say, mm -hmm. when he does hit. It's produced by Joel Silver, who produced tons of movies, including 48, Hour, 48 Hours, Commando, Lethal Weapon, Predator, mm -hmm. Die Hard, Demolition Man, and The Matrix. Basically, all of those Damn. are on our list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. And then, obviously, you have, like, Damon Wayans, who... <clears throat> His family is like a pretty big in the comedy. I didn't realize that. What? A... So, Damon Wayne's son, Damon Wayne's Jr., uh -huh. is who's a new girl. Oh, okay. And then like all they're the Wayne's brothers they look exactly the same. I know. <laughs> it's it's unreal how this how the same they look. They had a bunch of like there's some television series. They had like a film series and like his Damon Wayne Sr.'s little brother Marlon Wayne's used to did like the scary movies and like a lot of those parody movies. Okay. They came out in like the 2000s and everything. The reception to this, uh, there was a, a worldwide gross of $114 million. 
So it, what was the budget? It like doubled it, I think. Yeah. When I checked it. So it was it did it was fine. Um it has a forty six percent rotten tomatoes, which we saw. Um in the opening credit sequence, the footage was taken from the nineteen ninety holiday bowl of Texas A and M versus BYU. There you go. And the final game, uh what the final game in the movie itself was that game. So you guys, good mm, eyes. No. You saw, that's the what ending you said. Look, that's what no, my yeah. little stallions that, on. That's what the internet research says. He was riding a horse on the field. There's no I don't way know. Around I, all I can say is my alma, my no. alma mater was represented. No, when they were showing yes. when they were showing that. real footage of the game. That's what in the beginning. What, in the beginning. And the and end. that was in the end. They didn't show any footage in the end. They were at a they were at a football there game. There was a football game. Yeah, it's half. But like. Obviously, Not. like the shooting guns and the the football and the senator guy, that was all staged. That wasn't part of. But the you game. never saw any actual players from either of those teams in the end. Yeah, like there was obviously the fake teams running through the things and on like, the sideline. I feel that, like we're getting hung up on a piece, <laughs> piece of trivia that. Uh, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> Sorry to offend you, John. John has buried his face in his hands. <laughs> John, John just gets more exasperated every time we do a podcast. <laughs> John's patience gets thinner and thinner. I'm in a great mood. I, uh, a riot nearly occurred during the filming at the L.A. Coliseum. Hundreds of extras were recalled for a second day of shooting, but a last-minute decision was made to cancel the recall. The extras were not informed of the decision and arrived expecting a day of work. They were refused pay by the production, and as the discontent grew, they began to surge against the barrier that surrounded the set, and riot police were called in to disperse the crowd. Are we really that surprised, though? Angry extras. And that's basically... Of LA. They need their pay. Yeah, they could have filmed that, and it would have been great. All, that's all true. Of the they could have used that. Want to be an actor for their entire lives. This oh, yeah. was their one shot. <laughs> They're like, I'm not giving up. Well, technically their second shot. It would have been their second day. That's true, yeah. This had a very troubled production. Although they played buddies in the film, Willis and Damon Wayans hated working with each other. But the biggest conflict came from between like Joel Silver, the producer, Bruce Willis, and Tony Scott. So the assistant director, he he wrote that the uh, the tension on set was an overabundance of alpha males on that project. Bruce was at the height of his stardom, and so was Joel, and so was Tony, and so was Shane Black. There were a lot of people who had a lot of opinions about what to do. There were some heated early 90s testosterone-charged personalities on the line. It was a charged environment, shall we say. Silver was described as extremely hands-on in every aspect of the production. Uh, in, an, in a New Yorker profile, Joel Silver said that the making of this film was one of the three worst experiences of his entire life. <laughs> Tony Scott also spoke about how miserable the production was, largely because of Silver and Bruce Willis, who took over the production, altered parts of the script, and made Tony Scott shoot scenes that he hated under threat of being fired and having to forfeit his salary. Shane Black and Tony Scott have later said that the original script was far better than the final film. Tony Scott hated working with producer Joel Silver so much that he, in, the, in his next movie, True Romance, he based one of the characters, who was a movie producer and cocaine user and a dealer, uh, he made he modeled the character after Joel Silver and made sure to have the actor look and act just like Silver did. Wow. I've seen that movie. It's actually really good. Quentin Tarantino wrote it. Oh. Yeah. I have, I have one more piece of trivia. Okay. Uh, with this film, Shane Black became the first writer to sell a spec script for $1 million. Do you know what a spec script is? No. That means you basically write a script and shop it around. People, oh, no. people will do that to gain writing jobs on TV shows. 
So they'll write like a spec script of like a potential episode of the show, send it in, and sometimes they get hired. That's actually how Donald Glover broke into like Thirty Rock. Don't sometimes mm-hmm. they like they buy the the story, but they never develop it. And just yes, there. and sometimes that's when you see someone get like a story by credit, but not script credit. Mm. There's like weird rules around who gets credits for story or screenplay or even like director stuff like that. Mm. So he was the first person to get a million dollars for his spec script, and he kind of had a like a, a there's a there's another screenwriter through the '80s and '90s named Joe Esterhaas. I might be saying that wrong, and they kind of had a rivalry. And when Joe saw that he made a million dollars, which was a record at the time, it was he made one point seven million dollars for his script. One point seven for this script. Yeah, for this script two. for this movie. Yeah. Uh, it was the record, and Joe was pissed about it, so um, he tried. He like he made it his goal to make his next movie sell more, and he did. He sold it for $3 million for the movie that was Basic Instinct. Mm-hmm. Did it end right there? Uh, well, that's what Wikipedia, where <laughs> they decided to end the story. <laughs> Isn't that crazy, though? Made a cool like, two mil off this movie. Just writing a story. Yeah. No? yeah. Makes me want to start writing. I would love to John, see if you, John, if you... Make a script. We will read it on this podcast. <laughs> promise. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. We'll send if you out, ever make a movie, I'll watch it. <laughs> we'll send out casting calls to local actors in the Salt Lake Valley. Well, I'm going to definitely need some uh, editors. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I, don't, you. I don't even know where to put commas and periods. <laughs> I kind of I missed that part in English class. This is uh, from the brain of John Penrod himself. You know, if you yeah. write this in Microsoft Word, that it'll do it for you, right? Just it have, doesn't do it enough. Just have to be one run, run on sentence. Yeah, that's basically. On 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 on. I, I started writing a book once. I got three pages, and there's probably like five periods in the first three pages. It's <laughs> a very experimental style, very yeah. str- stream of consciousness. That's right. That's why, well, that's why no matter how long of a sentence John gives us, it's always one sentence. Yes. I, I yeah. never imagine a period in anything you say until we move on to the next segment. Correct. Yeah, that's how I think in life. Ah, oh, all right. Let's do some favorite lines. Oh man, so many good ones. What was the one that we were just laughing so hard I, and, and oh, they I know kept exactly going, <laughs> and like they kept talking? I'm sure I missed more after it. So Bruce Willis and Damon, how do you see his last Damon Wayne's Wayne's. Uh huh. They're at Halle Berry's house after she's killed, and they find that her car is rigged to blow up. Yeah. And so they grab the, the plastic explosives, the C4 that's supposed to go in there, and then they get confronted by two of the bad guys, and the two bad guys start beating them up. And one of the bad guys like just starts telling them, like, using very, very... Large sophi- vocabulary. Large vocabulary, sophi- yeah. sophisticated words. Jake attacks his job with a certain exuberance. Shit. We're being beat up by the inventor of Scrabble. <laughs> I really like That was pretty good. <laughs> This wasn't a quote, but that actually was followed by a pretty awesome part where they they tricked the bad guys into like shooting the back of the trunk yeah. of the car where the C4 was. Yeah. And it blew up. It's great. That was pretty good. Was good. Some good explosions in that. Yeah. The only uh, quote that I really had was when they're going to uh, Joe's home, Bruce Willis's home, and he asks him if he can date his daughter. And he says, <laughs> She's like 13 years old, and if you don't look at it funny, I'm going to stick an umbrella up your ass and open it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see where I like in the on. end where he's like fighting the guy in the lights in the stadium. How the, the, the guy keeps on calling him an asshole. I also really enjoyed the song in the beginning, which uh, if you remember the lyrics was Friday night is a great night for football. <laughs> That's right. 
Which they don't play <laughs> professional football on Friday. Yeah, Jason, I don't know if you knew this. Yeah. yeah. That's insane because all I know about football <laughs> is Friday night would be a great night. <laughs> and now a quick break to hear a word from our sponsor. This episode of Manly Movie Monday is sponsored by the Puppeteers of America. Just as Bruce Willis's daughter found solace in her cat puppet, you too can join a community of people who have been celebrating puppet theater since the national nonprofit organization was founded in 1937. The POA has produced over 160 national and regional festivals to celebrate and share the art of puppetry. Bring your own dreams to life by visiting puppeteers.org and using Manly Movie Monday, all one word, for 30% off a year-long membership. Purchase a membership for yourself, your company, or buy a membership as a gift for someone else. Offer expires on January 15th, 2020. As a member, you'll have access to publications such as the POA's very own quarterly published Puppetry Journal, as well as signing up for liability insurance, scholarships, and more. Again, that's Manly Movie Monday, all one word, at puppeteers.org. The Puppeteers of America, dedicated to the art of puppetry. And now, back to Manly Movie Monday. What was the most implausible part of the movie? There weren't that many, actually. Uh, Driving off the cliff for (laughs) funny, but as far as other movies we've watched, this is more realistic than most. Like when they shot the C4, that would actually happen. Okay. But it would probably kill them as well. Unless they got a kill. So one that I can think of off the bat is the the bad guys have uh, Bruce Willis and Damon Wayans cornered in an office, and they're trying to get loose, and they have the, the guns turned on them. And Damon Wayans offers him a key to some cash. Oh, yeah. So he pulls out a shotgun shell <laughs> and tends it's a key and throws it in the fire and tells him it's a new plastic key. And when the bad guy goes to pick it up, literally the entire place explodes. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shotgun shell. Well, it's not and it's a shotgun shell. It wouldn't do it much. What yeah. would happen, Cam? It would scare him a little bit. Like, it, it might blow the fire onto him somehow. You may get some BBs. Yeah. Yeah. Going places, but, but it wouldn't like light him on fire. And that was like a fireball. That he did out. say it was one of those new shrapnel kind. He said that. Is that anything? Mm, that no, mean anything? No. Just bird shot. Unless it had <laughs> like explosive in it, it wouldn't cause that much fire. Okay. But bullet counts weren't terrible. They weren't great. They weren't terrible though. It, it passed your internal standard. Right. I feel like somebody should talk about the cars going off the cliff. Oh, like when they had a scene where they're going down to the, the, the hill, straight and then, down. Yeah, the yeah. car hits the bottom, <clears throat> stops, and then they keep on the next scene. It shows and them flying off into a like house. They didn't roll over at all. No, like, they, was, that wasn't unrealistic. Super... That's bad cinematography. They showed the car like hit the bottom and stop, and then continue in the well, next screen. Like these, I think these it, things went off the cliff and they stayed upright the entire time on this very very steep yeah, hill that I, they definitely would have flipped on. I think that Pontiac Sunfire, as soon as it hit that first jump before they jumped off the cliff they like jumped in the road and it landed nose first and went down I don't think I'd be running after that I know that's where it cut to the next scene it shows them like going over a house also our heroes are in a car that goes all the way down this cliff runs into a tree to a full stop and they just get out and they're like they shake it it out I do like the scene after that where the bad guy's car lands in the pool and Damon Waynes asks if they're still alive, and Bruce Willis just goes up and shoots them. <laughs> says not. Well, now they're not. <laughs> and also, how when it landed in the pool, it just like exploded into a fireball <laughs> That's inside true. the pool. That was kind of cool. Would that is that a thing, Kent? Ah, uh, uh, gas. Well, lights I don't know. Gas in the pool. I don't know. 
maybe, maybe they had extra C4 in there. Actually, <laughs> okay. All right, there we go. John just leaned forward. <laughs> that I would agree because so most most uh, movies when a car explodes, it's like boom, it's a big bomb. Absolutely. But that's that's not very realistic. Like it would be more like catch fire. Yeah, it'd just be like a big fire go, and that's like the one that landed in the pool. That was what it was like. So if the gas was the catch fire, it was more like gas lighting on fire instead of an explosion. It's like impressive if did it in a pool, though. You know what I mean? Landed in the pool, in water, and then lit on fire. Well, gas is still going to combust if it's in water. Like I poured, Where's the ignition, though? I poured gas on water on a lake, and we lit well, it on fire. It on lights on fire. Water, right? When did you yeah. do that? Oh, when I was a kid, <laughs> 16, 17 years old, I don't know. I oh, was just checking. It got a little scary. So in the boat... Um, You're on a boat? Yeah. A little did, aluminum did you, boat. Did you, what? Did you do it around your boat? Yeah. In like a circle? Why would you do <laughs> Why? I don't know. Uh, we all just jumped out. Into the Into water? The yeah. Into the fire? And then the fire stopped and everything's fine, but the boat was like warm and it was on fire. Yeah. Wow. One more on the unrealistic thing. When they are shooting the guy off of the, the lights at the end. Yeah. And the helicopter's there. Yeah. And he falls into the helicopter blade. Yeah. Yeah. That would take out the helicopter, but it didn't. It just chopped him up in a little bit. How fast was were the blades going? I don't think it matters. I think it's gonna break the blade, a human body hitting it. Alright. Yeah. Uh I would like I, I that was a cool effect. It though. was cool. <laughs> yeah, we don't really talk about like the best deaths really anymore, but That was probably it. I would say that was by oh, far absolutely. the best yeah. death. We never we don't talk about best deaths or which ones we'd want to uh, Yeah, we, we don't really that do that while. anymore. I forgot we used to do that. Can I also say another great death, though, was also when... So there's two suitcases at the end of the movie. One has, a like, a rigged bomb. The other one has the money. And the the villain, the... um, What is he? The NFL? The commissioner. Yeah, the commissioner. Well, he's the owner of the team, right? Yes. Yeah. He, he yeah. takes one of the suitcases and he, that he believes has the money in it. And then at the end of the movie, uh, one of the, like, the police chief... He's like, hey, where's the suitcase? And they're like, oh, our heroes who've survived the movie are like, it's in the car. And he opens it up, and he, he opens up the suitcase, and it's just the money. And they were like, oh, man, that means the other guy has the suitcase with the bomb in it. <laughs> My question, why did they let, if they thought that suitcase had the bomb, why did they let that police chief open it? They, they didn't think of that. They so they, they knew the one in the back seat was the one with the bomb and the one in the trunk was the one with the money. So when they saw that the one in the back seat was gone, oh. they knew that the owner had taken it. And Got they knew it. when the guy pulled the one out of the I trunk, they knew it was money. If they knew. They because did. Because they're like, oh, it was the, he picked up the wrong one. And they were all surprised and they started laughing. And like, yeah. Ah. And, and then, and then they exploded and they laughed even more. Well, no, because they started laughing and then the, the police chief opens the... So they're laughing about it before the police chief did opened the, the money. Yeah, they oh. did. Okay. I wasn't sure, but... So yes, so then it cuts back to the guy at his at his nice like mansion up in the hills, <laughs> opens it, and there's a great wide shot of the hills of just like his whole mansion just blowing up. That was actually pretty great like too. Like a huge explosion, and like a mushroom cloud. And then they all start laughing. Like, that's like yeah. multiple houses. Yeah. Well, People then would have died. Yeah. Him. They're laughing like it's right out of like the end of a sitcom episode, <laughs> where like I expect it to, like, to freeze frame on them. <laughs> Yeah, I both of those deaths were very fun, but it's got to be the helicopter. Yeah, the helicopter blade. And then he starts doing his little jig afterwards. Oh yeah, which was lost on us, but Kent has been that <laughs> tracked for Kent. He'd yeah. been following. He he informed us of all the different setups throughout that movie where Bruce Willis had said, "If I get through this, I'm gonna do a jig." <laughs> and then at one point he said, 
Oh, I'm about to die. I guess I won't do my jig. According to Kent, there was ample setup. You'll find them for this payoff. You'll, you'll you'll insert the clips to prove it. That is a lot of work. <laughs> that's assuming a lot of patience. Yeah, so. yeah, that's not gonna happen. Uh, sure. Do what? Do what? I'm just just move, moving things along here. <laughs> <laughs> not not for any particular reason. Just... We haven't even gone on off on tangents on other movies yet, John. We haven't talked about Ninja Turtles yet. Yeah. Oh shoot. Wow. I like this. 2020 has a <laughs> has a new version of John that comes to these movie nights. No, no. It's a chore. He's always... He's a spin-off character? He's always just a... He's <laughs> <laughs> just a little... The impatience is just on the, just on the oh, edge yeah. of his eye. I can always see it at all times. He's just wishing he'd be anywhere but here, kind of no, staring I, off. I'm having so much fun. All right, the John Matrix Award for the best name of the film. I'll name four names. Uh, we got Joe Hollenbeck. We got Jimmy Dix. We got Big Ray Walston. And then we got Dick Buttkiss. It's that. <laughs> <laughs> Who I found out, listeners, is an actual human being. A famous human being who spends his whole time talking and being in front of people. And that's the name... That's his stage name that he has chosen for himself. It's not, no, that's it's his real name. It's a Christian name. You could do any name, any stage name. No one would blame you if you found out that's what your name was. Name that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, his name is Richard Marvin Butkiss. That's even better. <laughs> <laughs> What's he doing? This is a real person? Real person. Millions uh, of people know this guy. Amer- American former football player, sports commentator, and actor. He's a linebacker for the Bears for like eight years. Pro Bowler, first team All Pro six times. A Pro Bowler twice. No, NFL. No, it's something in football. Like you go to the Pro Bowl. Oh, oh that was, yeah. You almost, you almost <laughs> just took this magical <laughs> man to a whole new height. <laughs> Does sound like a great professional bowler name? Oh yeah, Dick Melvin Buttkiss. <laughs> He could okay. have gone by Richard. Renowned as a fierce tackler for the relentless effort which he played, Butkus is widely known as one of the greatest and most intimidating linebackers in pro football history. So I guess if you're known to be the most intimidating person, you can go by whatever you want. That's probably why he It's a real power move. It is. It you know? is. Wow. Yeah, none of you were phased by this no. individual. No. He's a very, very famous First time you hear it, though, it gets you every time. But after a while. I mean, we're not in elementary school anymore. You're right. It was childish of me. Uh, but, you know, but, when you're not expecting something like that, that wins, right? That's the that best thing. Okay. By far. Spin-off character. What's, what character Ooh, in this film would you watch a, about this. an eight-episode seri- eight Netflix series about? Ooh. I'll throw out some off the top of my head. Sure, go for it. What is, what is uh, Halle Berry? Halle Berry <laughs> and the strippers. That was short-lived. And she's okay. also like infiltrating the football yeah like, like how the, the she dark, got to that point the there's dark a mafia football. angle yeah. too yeah. yeah all right i got another one i got another pitch for you okay. uh the daughter she's <laughs> she's grown up and it's her you can have whatever storyline you want but she has the sidekick which is the bunny which is a cji bunny that only she cat no remember how she has like the <laughs> little thing oh is yeah. it a cat it's a cat okay oh. so the thing that's a puppet some people think it's a cat <laughs> It's a CGI cat that no one else can see, but helps her either, I don't know, solve crimes, uh, whatever. Whatever is like your thrust of the show, but it's those two. Or she she just has her puppet. Why does it have to be CGI? 
because it's she, no no one can see it but her. She's grown up, and she's grown up, and now she is a private eye, following in the footsteps of her dad with her make believe puppet. And or, the puppet helps her solve the crime. She's, she's got, she she's got a real mouth puppet. on her. She's just as hard and oh yeah, but, experienced but, as her father. But here's the fun twist: she has a CGI cat that's hopping around. <laughs> <laughs> So you think she got rid of the puppet, but she still kept the imagination yes. of the puppet. Oh yeah, and she's schizophrenic. Yeah, <laughs> and she, yeah, okay. And I like can go with it's that. it's all in her mind. No one can see the cat but her, but it helps her solve the crimes because it's it's her way of like. And she talks like she did when she had the puppet. In yes, this movie. Uh-huh. it could be called the Last Girl Scout. <laughs> I love it. What about a what about a little mini series about the people who make all these bombs? There's a lot of car bombs in this movie. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who was making those, anyway? I don't know. Would you like to find out? <laughs> What's their story? How'd they get involved with this? <laughs> you asked the question. I would like Ugh. to... Is it is it bad if we pick the main character? No. Because I would really like to see the prequel where he saves Jimmy Carter's life. <laughs> <laughs> they never explained it. They never explained it. They never sure. did. That's not bad. Flashbacks. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, know what? Well, he did. He took series. bullets for him, remember? Did he? They showed a flashback where someone they never really showed. I didn't Carter the was walking down some steps, and he was he was a bodyguard for Jimmy oh. Carter. And people I thought shot. it was somebody else that took the bullets for him. No, it was and then him. he stopped the gunman or something. And then like it shows a flashback of him like kind of waking up at the hospital, and his daughter has drawn oh, a picture yeah, of him yeah, with the flag. flag. Heard about what you did for the president? <laughs> like to shake your hand, you know? Maybe she is on the secret service for the president, along with her CGI <laughs> cat. <laughs> She saves Reagan's life, maybe? <laughs> maybe she and the CGI cat save different presidents' Reagan, lives I guess be... uh, throughout, throughout history, oh, throughout yes, time. What about a, like a, a mini-series on the underworld mafia gambling ring? Yeah, it's been done before, I feel. Yeah. Okay. What about Just the senator? Trying, trying to throw stuff out there. Do like a house of cards on the senator since he was a real Oh, now you dick. just gave that away. It's already been done. No, well, it's already been hey, done. Is there a CGI cat involved? <laughs> I'm talking four quadrant stuff. You want to bring in kids too. You want to like, it's like a CW show. So you get like whatever hot young 30 year old playing like a 15 year old in high school. Uh, I'd go with that. It's the best I, one we have. Really? It's the best one we have. What else do we have? The prequel. Bruce Willis <laughs> prequel. Saving the life of the president. Stop. That's, let's, no, <laughs> that's, like, that's like a natural thing that people would automatically go no, to. No. This is something that no one would think about except for this t- sick, twisted mind here. <laughs> would you believe it if I came up with it on the spot, too? I did. I did believe it. <laughs> <laughs> should this be the impressive. script I should start writing? Isn't, isn't, uh-huh. John? <laughs> yes. Okay. Each episode can be named after a Girl Scout cookie. It writes itself, really. <laughs> okay. That's it. That's the one. That's the wow. wow. <laughs> uh, do you, would we have failed in this movie? At what point would we have failed? <laughs> the, many times. I probably would have gotten blown up by turning on my car and not knowing. By C4. Yeah. I probably would have spent uh, all my money as soon as I got to the strip club. I could... <laughs> I think getting knocked yeah. out of the strip club would probably be the place. Go oh, and then, the and then after your friend gets blown up, it's like, okay, well, I'm done here. You know, like, I'm, I, I think I'm going to call it a day. I don't think there's a movie where we could have accomplished. Mm. Except Strange Brew. <laughs> yeah, Strange Brew. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's the low bar of any of all of hey, our I would have failed as soon as they crashed under the water in Strange Brew, you know? 
How dangerous was the villain? The yeah. Manly, I mean, which one? And I'd, like I'd give him a three. In in a realistic sense, uh, I mean, this guy was shooting people, getting away with it. No one knew who he was. He was collecting all of his his evidence. Like, had had Bruce Willis not been in the picture, this guy wouldn't have gotten caught. I'd give him a, a solid two. Out of five? Four. Four. Shit. Are you... <laughs> Sincere too. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's, no, that's why it's terrible. Uh, we're not talking about this okay. today. No, we're not. We're not. Matt, you're gonna give Matt it a two. You're gonna give it a two. You're gonna two. give it a fifty percent. Yeah. Okay. He, after he got his goal, what was he gonna do with it? And Damon Wayne's outsmarted him. You know what I mean? Uh, so far, he's not quite as intimidating so as a three. He, he would have like killed a couple of people to get his goal, and then what? Yeah. The way I do he it blew now. Blow himself up. The way. <laughs> the way. The way I do it now is if I were. Some of the main characters, would I survive? Would the villain kill me? The villain would kill me. That's every single movie. We already, we just established that. No, not every single one. Max von Sydow. Which ones have you given once to? You've given once I've to given, someone. I've given quite I... a few. I can't remember them at this point. But I'm giving him a three. Cause... Didn't you give the aliens in Independence Day a three? Yeah. <laughs> so this guy. I feel, like, I feel like a four is a unicorn. So this guy is as dangerous. Saying, yes. As the, you're pausing. The entire race of aliens. The aliens. Did you, did you realize what you're I saying? Didn't, right I didn't now? streamline it back then. Okay, I was like, okay, as far as the entire human race. Now I'm just saying to myself. Oh my gosh. As one of the people. Okay. In the movie. In reality, if this guy wasn't, if I was an enemy of his, I would be terrified. For yeah. Life. Yeah. As much as like the eight, like the entire alien race, terrified of aliens too. They're still gonna kill you. The results are the same. Government to worry about them. The government's not gonna touch this guy. I'm giving this a two. I also. (laughs) I'm giving it a two. I'm gonna stick with my new my new grading level. I'm gonna call him a three. Well, everyone's gonna be a three then. Eh, we'll see. (laughs) We'll see how that turns out. No one's ever gonna be a four though. It's a unicorn. No one's ever going to be a four. How so can you ever everyone be a four? will just be a, a three. Perfect, <laughs> a perfect four. Anyone, so you're ranking people. You're ranking these out of three. Then you're, there's really no fours. Uh, I'm gonna say if there is the re- a four, it'll be amazing. The it'll reason why a, this villain isn't down. a two because you said that he could conceivably kill you. <laughs> so if any villain, I would argue most villains we watch in a movie will be no, this dangerous guy, enough this to guy kill has, you. So everyone's gonna be a three. This guy has a mob that can blow up your car when you turn it on. Like you, you can never go to sleep. You're always gonna be hunt, like hunted down by this guy. It's terrifying. It's very terrifying. <sighs> All right. People are scarier than most made-up critters. You know, wow. This is, this is this new rating system is really gonna come back to bite you <laughs> in future episodes. I can tell you that right now. Hey, oh, if there oh ever gosh. is a four, you'll know it's a serious villain. Like an alien me. race that uh, <laughs> destabilized the world I feel like we, and has advanced technology. Okay, think about the story. And blows would, up think about the story. millions you, of people. Think about Alien the story. Would you okay. give a Terminator 4? Liquid, liquid Terminator from Terminator 2. <laughs> He's definitely a 3. Well, I know that because every villain He's 3 a was a 3. <laughs> so can we do a ranking of... Can we have four rankings within 3 for you? Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, take Aliens, though. For, go back to that example you guys gave me. Okay. In that story, the human race is pretty advanced. They've got space travel. They can sleep and hibernate okay, for aliens, like hundreds of sure. years. Oh, we're, yeah. talk, we're talking we're talking Independence Day. Oh, Independence Day, yeah, no, they're screwed. Like, it's a three, though, because they died. Remember? Remember the argument on that one? 
go back to that movie or because that they were defeated with a yeah they got defeated by us Macintosh they got defeated by us when they could come here in the first place and kill us so I mean, after they killed by probably hundreds of millions of people by that logic but they got defeated by that logic the villain in this movie killed himself by like hundred percent casualties on there killed end. himself by opening a briefcase and he's still on par. <laughs> With the alien like, race, from I feel like though State. he's just one of another person that's just going to be hired, or some other rich guy is going to hire the mob. We're not talking about the mob. Him. Okay, I changed my mind. I'm going to two. That's three twos and one three. <laughs> I'm taking mine on a case by case basis per story. It's a it's a three. <laughs> Parting thoughts. I think that's basically it, unless you want to rate the movie as well. Yeah, we gotta rate it out of four, right? I'd give it a three. I'm gonna give it a three. It's a good movie. Yeah. Very I'll mi- give it a three biceps. That was good. Yeah. I'm gonna go all the way with four. Oh, oh. It fits. It's it's especially coming off of a movie that I despised last week or last go around. Which um, was <laughs> Masters of the Universe. Why did you despise that? You had your favorite character, your favorite on screen oh, appearance. Yeah. I mean I hated him so much I remembered his name, and I don't remember names very well. No. Well, we also really struggled remembering the name the night that we watched the movie, too. (laughs) Right. It's true. Uh, That was my favorite spinoff, though, that we've ever come up with. But see, like like getting together with the guys, watching some explosions, some good one-liners, kept me entertained the entire time. Uh, It was a great movie. Exceeded expectations. It really did. As, as far as the fit for what we're doing, I'll go all the way up to four. Like, I would give the movie a three, but add how well it fits with uh, us and the genre, it bumps it to a four. Do you feel like you're in a good frame of mind for the Super Bowl this year because of this movie? Basically, from this movie, I learned that it's just all about money. Will you will you be it's betting free. on this? Will you be betting on the Super Bowl this year? I won't be. That's the worst game to bet on. It's two of the best teams in the entire league, and you're going to pick one of them? Well, it's a hard bet. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> it's like, why would you take those odds? Chiefs in the night. But you can bet. You can bet on other stuff. You can bet on like how many points. Yeah, are like the over under and all that. And Go who, watch. Who scores first? It's and hard who, to do because they're really good teams. You can bet on who wins the coin toss. Yeah, it's. it's I can bet on is. who's gonna have the best food at the party, and that's where I go. Yeah. What is your? What is the best Super Bowl food? McDon- you- McDonald's chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know why. Don't have a gift card. If you can have every dipping sauce, you can have one one treat, no matter what it is. That's what you pick. That's it for the Super Bowl. That's what I do. You take Mickey D's nugs over Chick Fil A nugs, or a no, or a steak. Do they sell Chick Fil A nuggets on Sunday? (laughs) That's a good point. All right. So three threes and a four. Yeah. I believe it was you, John, said during the movie that Bruce Willis was your favorite action star because he's so much more believable. Like he's just a tough guy, takes hits. He's not super cut. Yeah. Like, it's easier to see yourself as Bruce Willis than... That's true. That is actually the element of what, like, why Die Hard was so uh, revolutionary when it came out. Because it came out at the height of, like, Stallone, uh, was it Spielberg? (laughs) Schwarzenegger. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Spielberg, the man's man. (laughs) Like Jean-Claude Van Damme, like these ultra-cut people that are just, like, larger than life, like Holt men who just blow everything up, never take a hit. And he went in as just like a normal guy getting beat up the whole time. He's also a better actor than they are. Yeah. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. Great. Um, If you have any questions. Questions, comments, uh, suggestions for future movies. Absolutely. You can email us at 
manlymoviemonday at gmail.com <laughs> or tweet at us at manlymoviemon which is M-O-N short for Monday I couldn't fit all of it on there because they have character restrictions yeah. but yeah tweet at us let us know what you think if you would like you please we would we would greatly appreciate it if you left a review uh, on the Apple podcast app let us know what you think of the podcast please, or give us five stars please it write really in. helps us a lot or yeah. one uh, just give us a rating yeah I guess yeah be honest, just be truthful uh, yeah <laughs> Give us a two, but you're honest. We'll respect yeah. that more. We're learning. We're having fun. If you want to write in and tell us how much you're missing, missing Peter and Matt, that would also be helpful. Yeah, guess, uh, um, here. Let us know how we can improve. <laughs> we want to do better for you. Do we have a sign-off yet? We don't even have a sign-off. John, give a sign-off in three, two, one. Till next time, folks. Could have been better. Yeah. Could have. <laughs> I'm not that quick-witted, though. <laughs> And that's and that's a blast off. <laughs> Catch you next week. And re- and remember, she's thirteen. And if you even look at her funny, I'm gonna shove an umbrella up your ass and open it. And uh, blast off till next week. <laughs>